everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yes, it is your girl, Lise Winnie, and I am a fucking millennial. So we're going to get this party started right and very quickly. But we, we, stop. Stop the record. Stop. Stop. Stop the brakes. Stop the pumps. If you in mid-pump, stop it. Okay? I need you to know that today is October the 19th, 2020. Okay? And I want you to know today... I have lived yet another year. It is my birthday, mother suckers, in this motherfucking house. It is my birthday. birthday. If you die, bury me inside that booty club. Like, I, I want you to give and wish myself. Like you said, sometimes you got to thank yourself. Thank, I want to thank myself, okay, yeah. for making it another year. I want to thank my body for bringing me through another year. I want to thank my grandparents for getting together. Okay, I want to I want to thank them for getting together, you know, and, and not using protection. I want to thank my parents for doing the same thing so that I could be here today celebrating. All right. So thanks to them. Thanks to my Bonnie. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing anything like I told you guys. I'm not. I'm not. First of all, I'm grown. Once you get a certain age, like I've, I've been in the clubs not recently because it's fucking COVID and I want to live to see another goddamn birthday. You know what I mean? Uh, but in the past, I've been in the clubs and I knew that I had gotten to a point where I should have been in the 30 or over section or, or something because it was just, it was a lot. Okay. You know, the music was loud, you know, it, it, it was like, okay, this, this smells not great in here. And it, it was just very crowded. Like I felt very <laughs> out of place and it's gotten to a point where people don't ask you shit no more. They just pull you. You know, if you walk in and they like you, they just pull you. And I'm like, I don't like this sexually salty vibes. Like, that's just not how I like, you know. I, I get, you know, come and ask me my name, goddammit. You know, it's do that. Don't just pull me, motherfucker. Just don't pull me. So I'm like, you know. I don't need to necessarily have these club parties. You know what I mean? I don't need to do that. I don't need to have that. I don't need to necessarily have a cake and ice cream and balloons. I don't need Mickey to come over here, you know, in a suit. Like, I'm good. But, you know, what What I really want for my birthday is just to be fucking chill. I just like to be chill. I just like to just, just have a clean house, have a good vibe. Um, I'm on a diet. I am on a diet and I'm very competitive. So it's actually, it's more like a challenge, a 12 week challenge. So I probably won't have a glass of wine uh, until this challenge is over or I don't know. Maybe I will. I don't know. Let's uh, see how I feel later, but well, fuck it. You know what I mean? But I, I, that's all I want. Like a glass of wine, sit in a house, chill with your friends, chill with your significant other, like do shit like that. Like I don't need, I don't need a whole parade. Like, I just, I don't, I don't need a parade, but yes, it is my birthday. So we said we were going to do something like a birthday special. I, I didn't do that. Okay. I, I had shit to do and it <laughs> didn't happen. So we are going to do something. It'll air on the 26th. I think it is. I, my math is not good. Okay. Whatever that following Monday is, is when this will probably air. Or well, yeah, maybe it will. Maybe it won't. I might mix it together. Cause you know, I like my favorite holiday is Halloween and that's the be the last Monday before Halloween. So I don't know what I'm gonna do. Don't nah, we'll see. We'll see. But thanks to everybody who's wished me happy birthday so far. I've even started getting gifts early. So I'm like, mm, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to give a big thank you to Mr. Frank Ski for stopping by. Yes. He was on the platform. It, well, he wasn't last week. Technically it aired a little early. I mean, we recorded it a little earlier. 
but it aired last week. So I want to thank him for coming to the platform. If you have not had a chance to listen to the interview, please do. He dropped so many gems. He gave so much information about the music industry. We learned that he has uh, uh, like has written every Luke Campbell song, not written, but every Luke Campbell song has a Frank Ski version. He's still very much in contact with Uncle Luke. So I, I want to or, or Luke Campbell. So I want everybody to go and listen to that. That And also congratulations to him because he did sign that music deal with Sony that he talked about in this interview. So I want you to go and, and congratulate him. Follow him on social media. Thank you so much, Mr. Ski, for coming through. I appreciate you so very much. And I want to give another big holla, holla back girl, okay? Another big holla back Gwen Stefani shout to Miss Bria Sherry, who is going to be on the show today for the WRDR Artist Spotlight interview. So she will be on today. We're going to be talking to her. She's a singer. She's a songstress. She is a pianist. 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 I think it's pianist. Because I re- always remember, it sounds like penis. So it's like penis. Okay, so that, that, I think that's how you say penis. You know? So we'll, we'll go with that. And she's on the show today. So shout out to her. And we are going to have a topic. We're going to do top 10 trending topics. But then we're going to actually have a topic that we're I'm going to discuss. That we haven't done that in a, in a while. Because we've had so many guests. Oh, but wait, wait, wait. Before we get to the top 10 trending topics, I'm, I'm doing it again. I want to give a big shout out to Royce Massengill. You know, he was on a couple of weeks back. I am actually going to be on his platform on Monday, October the 19th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard. Yes, yes, I get it confused because they're an hour behind. So 9 p.m. Eastern Standard. We're going to be talking about business. I don't know why I'm on there but we'll we'll make it work so we're gonna be talking about business so make sure you tune in for that you can find it on facebook we'll share it on millennials anonymous millennials anonymous page so that you can get to it easy and you can have easy access to it but it is on Mr. Royce Massengill's page. So if you go and you find Royce Massengill, just sound it out. Use your vowels. It is, it's literally spelled the way it sounds. So if you sound it out, I, maybe I'll flash it on the screen. There, there we go. We'll just flash it. We'll just flash it. Make sure you tune into that. You know, I, I make it easy. I, I'm not a good speller either. So either, not either, either. I'm not a good speller either. So flash, flash on the screen okay so there you go so now we can get to these top 10 trending topics of the week let's get it turn that shit up turn that shit up turn that shit up all right let's turn get into these top 10 trending up. topics turn of the week so mr gay yay ice cube himself has been nominated apparently he has been nominated by the black delegation association correlation to be the spokesperson for all of black people. I play for the um, and in particular, poor black people. And he is coming out with a plan. Yes, he is. He said, I got a plan. He is said, I am going to be the black male Muslim Elizabeth Warren. And I've got a plan for that. And he said that he has a plan to fix the wealth gap in this country without raising taxes on the wealthy like him. Because he says, my taxes can't go up. You know what? The poor people's got to pay for the poor people. And, you know, I pay for me. And so he has this plan out and he said that he talked to both parties the democrats and the republicans and he said the democrats 
did not respond. They said that he had to wait. And, you know, he was like, I'm rich and I'm famous. I'm not waiting. Like, I'm I'm more than the average American. You can't tell me to wait. But Donald Trump, who is using, he, he, he saw a usefulness in this, is actually sitting down with him and having conversations. Now, Mr. Cube said that this is not an endorsement okay he said this is not an endorsement of donald trump but it's not necessarily a non-endorsement either of donald trump and he is trying to help out black businesses now so here's the thing i get it you should not be in politics if you are just you don't want to do that you want to really fulfill the promises that you are giving the people so if you are saying i'm going to do x you should do x but i will also say this we as the american population if you see that shit is not getting done you need to hold your representatives accountable you should be writing letters if you see your street is still not fixed you should be writing letters to your county you should be writing letters to your senator you should be writing letters to your congressman these are things that you should be doing on a regular basis but never mind i digress i digress but he's he's out here doing this and i question the motives it's less than a month out he could have been doing this back when he was having a good day okay when when he was clubbing when you was clubbing why wasn't you talking about poor black people I, I just, I just saw what you want to know. And I am a little suspicious. And I know a lot of people like least and I have gotten into so many Facebook battles about this. And people keep coming for me. They say, well, nobody else is doing anything. And I'm saying, well, why is Ice Cube the spokesman for black people? Um, one, first of all, I don't see anything about how we're going to pay for this. So that means that us middle-class people, because our national debt is where it pretty much was during world war ii and um you know because of the big tax breaks that he gave the wealthy and covid and all the other things that we have to pay for as american taxpayers so taxes are going to go way up and who do you think so the poor middle class people are going to pay for the very incentives that you're giving to them like that just i can buy my own gift like i don't need you to give me a gift that i bought you know what i mean that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying but also, I question it because I did not know that Mr. Steve Bannon, and if you're like, who is Steve Bannon? So Steve Bannon, he is the owner, I believe, of Breitbart, which is a far right, far right uh, media outlet. Okay. And he also was the chief strategist for the Trump campaign, you know, in 2016. He helped Trump get elected. He was also in the Trump administration as an advisor until he got fired. Um, not sure what he had did, but he's still very close to Trump and he very much supports Trump. And he actually is an investor of the big three. Yeah. Ice Cube and his, his white business partner. Don't know his name. Sorry. But he is an investor. Mr. Steve Bannon is an investor. And there actually was a lawsuit last year. If you did not know this, um, Ice Cube actually was suing a foreign government um, somewhere in the Middle East. That's a very small country. Um, because, or it was a small Middle Eastern um, company that was investing in the big three and they were supposed to give hundreds of millions of dollars. Comes to find out they only gave like seven because they were trying to get in connections with the people that are affiliated with the big three, which just so happened to be Steve Bannon and like Michael Flynn. And those names should sound familiar because all of them were wrapped up in, you know, the whole Donald Trump Russia <laughs> collusion 
they, they was all in there. You know, Michael Flynn even went to jail. Um, so yeah, yes. So if it doesn't sound clearer now, I can see clearer now that the rain is gone. I'm just saying that's just, just if you go and look at it, you can Google it. it that very much happened. So now I'm looking at Mr. Cube with the side eye. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Cube. You're a very good musician. I just think you need to sit down. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And Miss Cardi B, speaking of I'm not sitting down, she is standing up for her man. Yes, she is. Yes, Cardi, Cardi B said she is standing up for her man. She is standing up for her marriage. We kind of knew they was going to get back together. He brought her this expensive-ass car or expensive-ass gift for her birthday. And she's a Libra like myself. She's probably very loyal. Libras can be loyal to a fault. And so that's probably what's going on with Cardi. And she's back at it with her fans. She has a love-hate relationship with her fans. Okay. Uh, because her fans are telling her she shouldn't take him back. Now, listen. If she wants to deal with Offset, okay, um, that's on her. She, she can skirt, skirt. If she want to skirt, skirt, that's that's on Cardi. Let Cardi be Cardi and have Cardi run Cardi's marriage. All right. Now, what I will say, Miss Cardi. I'm just a regular, regular, regular girl from the Bronx. Miss B. And I'm not talking about the queen, baby. Okay. I'm talking about no, the Cardi. Cardi. Belcasaurus. Bel I, I don't know how to pronounce her name. But Miss Cardi. Okay. Belcazar. I think is her name. Listen, listen, baby. I love WAP, okay? Whopping all day, all right? All right? And, well, I hope you're not whopping all day, because if you're whopping all day, we need to, you know, get you to a medical facility, because um, you shouldn't be in a constant state of arousal or having drippage out of there, because then that could be something else. But, uh, but you get what I'm saying. I, I love WAP. Appreciate you. You know, I, I like your song, Bodak Yellow. Bodak Yellow, all day. Drip, drip, okay. Now, what I will say, Miss Miss B, Miss Cardi B, do not tell the public or your family. This is just, matter of fact, matter of fact, everybody, all, all women, all women, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Do not tell anybody what the fuck you doing in your relationship till you done. Don't tell us about this divorce till you signed them papers. And don't even tell us about the divorce till he done moved out and you done moved on. When you stop caring who the hell he got on his Instagram, then you tell us, okay? Before then, leave that shit alone. Don't put it on there. Don't tell us he gone. Don't tell us he didn't left the house. Don't tell us you tired because you know you might you might get a little dignitized. And he might came came around, you know. He, he was apologizing and everything. Cardi, we seen it. And I know that you you was appreciative for that. And that's why I'm saying you should have every right to be able to get back with your husband if you want to. But what I'm saying is once it's on social media, people are going to judge it. So women and Miss B, don't put it on social media. That's what I'm saying. Just, just, just don't put your relationship. Don't if y'all get in an argument, don't put that out there. If you, you found a, a, a naked picture of a girl on her phone, don't 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 put that out there. Don't just nothing. Just keep quiet. All right, zip, zip, zip it. Just keep it zip. Ow, zip. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And there will be a second debate. Last week I said that there wouldn't. Wrong. And Donald Trump has since changed his mind yet again. I hit my microphone again. Yet again, he has changed his mind. He said, you know what? I do want to debate and I do want to yell at Joe Biden, but I can do it in person. Come on, man. 
So now, because I can yell at him in person, I want to be there. So we're getting grumpier old men part two debate part three. Okay. So we're going to get the third installment to this. Now, 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 I won't be watching this on October the 22nd. They will be in Tennessee. Shout out to the Tennesseans. I'm not watching this. I've learned all I need to know, okay? I've learned all I need to know. I don't need to know, know nothing else from these and debates. Mexico We're going to get a lot of this is the deal. We're going to get a lot of, you know, Hunter Biden did this. Like, I don't need that, okay? All right, I don't need that. I don't need it. I don't need it. This is, I'm good. I'm good. And speaking of being good, Miss Samantha Guthrie proved that she should moderate the debate. You are yes, yes, yes. I think they should get Miss Samantha Guthrie. There were two, two dueling town halls. They are mad at NBC for actually hosting the town hall, Trump's town hall at the same time that Joe Biden's, but Joe Biden won the ratings. Uh, he, run, he won the ratings wars, which I was actually shocked because that was boring as fuck, but that's what it should be when it comes to politics. It should be very boring. But... Anywho, Trump decided that he was going to be in full Trump fashion. And is it me or speaking of fashion, his makeup after post-COVID seems more orange. Like he, he was like in full orange face. I don't know if that's who, who that could be it racist to Tony the Tiger or whatever. Like, but I think that it, it's, it's problematic. It, it's very problematic. But anyway. He was in full display and full glory. He decided he was going to answer and not answer all the questions at the same time. And Miss Guthrie, she was very good. It was not to, it was not today's show, Miss Guthrie. She was very good um, at holding him to account. She said, "You're not, you know, anybody's crazy uncle. You can't be out here doing that." But he is somebody's crazy uncle, and she did write a book about it. Um, so he is going to continue to tweet uh conspiracy theories miss guthrie i apparently i don't know where you were um when that book came out but any it was the craziest shit i've ever seen in my life so basically he admitted he owed 400 million dollars and 400 million dollars is not a lot of money which means that he should not be the president for poor americans if you think 400 million dollars is not a lot of money you are disconnected with the day-to-day -day problems that go on for the average american that's all i'm saying if you are somebody that doesn't see that as a problem or a national security issue i, I don't know I, I don't know what school you went to I, I don't know but that's that's old money one-on-one -on -one. if you owe somebody 20 dollars, they're gonna approach you in the street so imagine if you owe 400 400 whole million they gonna they gonna holler they gonna trump 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 listen I mean, let me let me let me holler at you I'm, I'm gonna need to holler at you over here um about this money so it just is a whole problem so that's two things there's a national security issue and he's disconnected from the american public mind you now there was a lot of yelling he, he over talked Mitch guthrie and i got distracted it was a lot of distractions you know he, he was spewing a lot of conspiracy theories that he wouldn't you know refute because he was saying that he doesn't know if the democrats are you know have a pedophile sex ring and they're satan worshipers he doesn't know even though he has all the memos like all of the memos he's got and he didn't talk about the fact that barack obama was cleared of spying on him from his own attorney general Attorney General Barr said, no, nah, there's nothing to see here, even though he's still talking about that, too. I, I, I don't know, but the biggest, I was so distracted because of the black girl in the back. And I'm glad that Saturday Night Live pointed it out because I thought it was just me. I thought I was the only person that seen this damn girl in the back. Like, I'm like, what what is going on with her? Is she having a seizure? She looked like a, a, a Make America silken diamond bobblehead. 
Okay, this it was we all this the whole time. All this. I'm like, I know your neck hurts. I know it's gotta hurt. Cause you cheat he talking about just the craziest stuff ever. 400 million, not a lot of money. Like, girl, you ain't never had you don't got like four hundred dollars. You sitting there talking about please. I was so distracted. I'm like, somebody get her, cause I'm pretty sure she she got some strings to hold her down. You know, I, I she was the black Pinocchio. I I know she had some strings. I, every time he moved, she moved. I'm it, it, it was like ludicrous. When I move, you move. Just like that. Like I was convinced, okay, that she had strings. I'm just saying. I'm just saying somebody needs to check on her. And speaking, and speaking of some strings attached, Mr. Jay-Z is trying to seduce. Are you trying to seduce me, Mr. Kata? Yes, he is trying to seduce Mr. Noriega. And not in a sexual manner. But he is trying to get him to title, to become a title affiliate. I guess that he will air his podcast on, on title. This he, he sent him over 25 bottles of Ace of Spades. Well, first of all, Noriega called out Jay-Z. He said he actually drinks more of this Ace of Spades than Jay-Z himself. And Jay-Z was like, no. I want you to know that I own this. I can drink as many bottles as I goddamn please and I don't have to pay for it so much so that I'm going to send you over 25 bottles over there. So he said it was the most expensive bullying he's ever had. Now, I will drink Champs Nori. Drink all of it. Probably. Probably. But it's it's it's, it's a very, very, I guess, cute jet gesture. Is that can, can can we say that? I guess it was cute. It was a cute gesture. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. And speaking of gesturing, Mr. Ti um is back in the news again. And he no, he's not protecting gates of hymens, but he actually is talking about his best friend, Mr. Terrence Beasley, who actually was murdered in prison a year ago, who did pee on Mr. Drake. Yes, he said that he, the OVO, um, the OVO, is that how you just say it? Founder um, in chief actually got pissed on. He pissed on you. So he, he got peed on um, God, God, in his God. brand new song, We Did It Big, okay? So he, he said that. And he released an album, Libra, which I can appreciate. I can appreciate a good acronym. It's The Legend Is Back Running Atlanta. I, I can appreciate a good acronym, Mr. T.I., but he has pissed off Drake. Drake has unfollowed Mr. T.I. Um, he has pissed off Mr. Tip. And apparently the other gentleman did pull out the tip because he pissed on him. Now, we, what we don't know is how this happened. We don't know if this was he lift his penis up to pee. You know, right. if this was an up penis piss or if this was a down penis piss. So we don't know if he was standing above or, uh, or beside. We don't, we're not sure how that happened. But we do know that this is what he said in his song, We Did It Big. He said, and this is according to Complex Magazine, or Complex Online, I guess, because I saw it online. Is it the magazine or was it online? Or was it just Complex Media? I'm not sure. But Complex.com, okay? This is what they said. This is the song. In, in the song, here's the line. He said, while I'm fighting my own, somehow got you home. He said, so drunk in LA, end up pissing on Drake. Shit, fuck it. That's still my brother since back in the trap house. So I, I guess we'll hear more about this. Um, T.I., we're going to need more information. If you're going to put this out, we're going to need more information. We need to know how this happened. We need to know what was the post reaction. Drake, we're going to need we're, we're going to need a press conference. OK, we need a full briefing. 
about how you handled this situation. God damn, God and Meek Mill actually talked about this a while back as well, but I think everybody ignored him after he fell down the steps. Um, but let's just, let's move on from that. And the COVID numbers are big. They're going back up. Yes, we're in the third wave. They said that this would happen, that Dr. Fauci said that we would get a third wave and that we are. The numbers are going up in pretty much every state around the U.S. We will see how this plays into the election, especially since Trump has since downplayed coronavirus. And a lot of the places that are seeing these big spikes are rural America. So this is his base. We are seeing numbers go up in Wisconsin. We are seeing numbers go up in North Dakota and in New Mexico, where they are having problems with hospitals being at full capacity. They are seeing high spikes in the numbers of deaths per day. And they're seeing a high spike in the number of people contracting COVID. So this is this is getting back where we were in the beginning of the year. So this is a scary thing. And they're saying that a lot of this is coming from COVID fatigue. People are getting tired of talking about COVID. People are getting tired of the social distancing and tired of the mask. And they're hearing people like Donald Trump say that it's fine. And people are still getting sick. And even in places in Democratic areas, like in my state of Maryland, in New York and California, they're also seeing spikes. So I don't know. Be safe. Wear your mask. I told you COVID. Is she everywhere? She out here in these streets. She in your closet. She under your bed. She she's everywhere. So this is why I'm staying my ass in the house. I, I, I don't, y'all go out if you want to. I'm staying home so I can see another birthday. That's all I'm saying. And speaking of staying home, coming to America is coming to your house. It is not going to be in theaters, and it actually is going to streaming services on December 18th. So uh, some of the cast were upset that it wasn't going to be into theaters. But here's the thing. I think this will be big. I think that people are going to be stuck in a house like we were back in March. I think people are going to need something to do. And I can see a lot of families watching this movie. I think this film is going to pull big numbers. I think this film is going to be one of the biggest streams of the year. I can see that. And I'm excited to see what they do with this. I am. I am. The royal penis is clean, your highness. So I'm, I'm excited to see what they're going to do. And Miss Courtney K. Miss Courtney Kardashian is supporting her brother-in-law. Yeah, she's out here in full Kanye West gear. She is supporting him for president. Now, I will say that rich people can sit an election out or two. And that looks like that's what she's doing this year. Okay? She's sitting out an election. All right? Because there is no possible way Kanye West can win. But I guess it would be an awkward family dinner if she didn't support Kanye, I, I guess. I, I don't know. And I always said you were unproblematic, Courtney. What, what, why, girl? Why? And lastly, but certainly not least, the stock market is going up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason why is because of the stimulus talks. They believe and they are hopeful that they will get a stimulus passed before election day. We will not get a check in the mail, but they're believing that they will get something on the table before November the 3rd. Well, Nancy Pelosi does have a deadline set for Tuesday. So we'll see what happens with this one. But I think Americans do need something. There's a lot of Americans that are losing their job. The jobless numbers actually did jump up and not down. So we'll see what happens with this keep our fingers crossed but this has been the top 10 trending topics of the week let's get it all right so let's get into this wrdr artist spotlight shout out to wrdr with miss bria cherry wrdr all right so we have a guest today 
I'm excited. I am very excited to finally or or to meet this this young lady. She is an amazing singer. She reminds me a lot of my favorite singer, which was Aaliyah. Uh, so we will talk today. How are you doing today, Miss Bria? How are you doing? I'm great. How you doing, love? I'm doing well. Well, I, I appreciate you coming to MAPS. And we want to talk about who you are and get to know who. Who is Bria? Okay. Uh, okay. And, you know, tell tell me who you are, because uh, I know that you're a singer and an actress, a songwriter and a, a pianist, right. which you don't hear a lot of people that actually can play the piano, but you are a pianist. <laughs> but tell us, how does Bria become a creative? Okay, so, yeah, my name is Bria Cherie. I'm coming from New York, Jamaica, Queens, to be exact, born and raised. Um, I'm 25 years old, so I've been doing music since I was about three years old started learning piano at that early age. Uh, I was classically trained up until like my teens. And that's when I discovered that I had a voice and I could sing. And so from there I was trained in opera, Broadway type of styles. And then I was like, okay, I really want to take this seriously uh, professionally. So about four years ago, I linked up with Donnie Klang. And if you're familiar with making the band, uh, oh yeah, fourth yeah. season, right? Yeah, he was in season four. <laughs> yeah, so he was signed with with Diddy and Bad Boy. He had an album put out with them, and so after that, he decided to go his own way and kind of help craft young talent uh, around the area, of New York. So I linked up with him. He really loved my voice, and he, you know, took me under his wing, and we've been just making music ever since. So through him, I was able to kind of write both of my two projects that I have out right now, and uh, yeah, so here we are. Okay. Yeah, I, I do. I, I do. I did some research last night as well, but I remember making the band. He wasn't in the first season getting a cheesecake. He, he yeah. wasn't there. <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't doing that. <laughs> but yes, uh, so that's interesting that you, you mentioned him and then he's really been able to help you. Is he your, he's your producer now, right? Yeah, he's my main producer. He's my mentor as well. So I go to him whenever I'm ready to start working on some things. I'm always open to working with other people, but he just understands my voice and knows what I can do. And he's like, I give him an idea. He just takes it to a whole other planet. So it's like, I love it. Collab maybe? A song? We do have a song together. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. It's called No One Like You, which was off of my debut uh, EP, which came out back in 2017. So that's the first song that uh, uh, he actually rapped on. And I, to this day, I don't think he's ever really rapped on any songs that he's ever done. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so on that one, he, he really wrote his bars out and I, I recorded him doing it. And it was, it, it's a great song. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I mean, maybe we can get a duet, like from, from you both, since you're both singers, mm -hmm. perhaps yeah. one perhaps. day. Yeah. Now you you actually did like a before the music um, breakdown in 2018, mm -hmm. and do you feel the need to be that transparent with your fans, or is that something that you more so do for you? I think I say I, I would say yeah. I think I love to be transparent. I think that's not something that's often done in mm -hmm. today's day and age i think i remember growing up and they would have like bet like behind the scenes and mtv was doing like behind the scenes stuff with artists and i felt like you really got a chance to see like the other side of who that person was as a person and and not just okay here's me putting on a song go check it out like i think it's just it just adds another element to seeing okay what were what was your thoughts behind making that song and what was your thought behind putting together this whole EP or this whole whatever because like I feel like average people that are not in music don't really understand like 
what artists go through, what we feel, and how that all comes together into a project. So I feel like it's definitely just something cool to do. Um, and it was good for me to just talk about it as well, because I feel like I have a lot to offer and as far as music and, and life experience, even though I'm only 25, like <laughs> I've, okay. gone, I've gone through some things. So it's like, I want, I want people to really understand where I'm coming from when I'm putting out projects. And, and, and uh, I think it just helps connect with people because that's what we want to do. Okay, awesome. I, and I can appreciate that because you're right. We don't get a lot of that behind the scenes. You don't get a lot of that vulnerability. You don't get a lot of the successes and the failures in hearing it out loud from artists because there is, you know, you have a publicist and people telling you, you got to be perfect at all times because you're selling a dream. So so I definitely can appreciate that. Now, I want to ask you, 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 like you mentioned, you grew up in the concrete jungle that has to evolve you in a way because if you are outside of New York you don't get all of the culture blends you don't get you are feet literally feet away from some of these big music companies how does that New York it kind of entwine in who you are and the sound that you created yeah so like I was saying growing up in New York like it's it's a gritty city but it's also a very beautiful city at the same time so like you you grow up with businesses and you want to like do like how p diddy did do like how mary j blige came up and just like take your career to the next level type of thing so uh, the sound as well has influenced me and yeah you have different cultures you have you know you know mexican culture caribbean culture so it's just all infused into the music and you can't help but be inspired somewhere you know like it's just a great place but it, it it's it's definitely a very humbling city because you know you learn to you know just take your time with it and things don't come quickly just because hey I'm in New York like okay I'm gonna like instantly blow up you know so it's like you gotta take your licks and keep moving but I love being from New York I can I can see that um now I want to ask you you mentioned being like humbled and it's a really gritty town in New York but it's also a really gritty industry the music industry is cutthroat it is not for the faint of heart. I want to ask you, as, as being, you know, a, a brown skin girl in this very ambiguous type of female world where you kind of have to blur the lines between, you know, you see very light skin, pale women, long hair, because that's kind of like what's being pushed to the main, the forefront. So I want to ask you, how has it hurt you do you feel like that sometimes you get overlooked for certain things or you were kind of pushed into the r&b lane where you could have been pop because of uh your appearance hmm. that's a good question um i feel like with me i would say yeah i think i am overlooked i i think it could be because of my skin but yeah i mean <laughs> i don't want <laughs> Jasmine, the Jasmine Sullivan's of the world. She's an amazing singer, but she's not yes. on the forefront. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that she's not the quote unquote, you know, light skin Beyonce esque girl. Yeah. So there, that is a deep conversation that I think really does need to be talked about a lot. Um, even with like Seven Streeter, like she's an amazing writer, an amazing singer. She's worked with Chris Brown and done all these things. And, and I feel like she's still trying to really break out and have her moment. So yeah, there is a definite um, like glass ceiling for girls, women like myself and, and, and other towns women that you just mentioned. And uh, I feel it, it's a shame but 
there's really nothing I can do about it. Just try to just keep making music and, until somebody is like, yo, let's put her on and, and let's bring her in. And, and we just have to keep moving. But I think regardless, like, we're, we're making music, whether people care or not, whether we're whatever. So it's like, if you really, you know, really are down with us, you're going to support us regardless. But yeah, there's definitely um, a little discrepancy with the skin color. Uh, yeah, definitely. And, and it's unfortunate, but that's black girl brilliance right yeah. there. So we're we going to keep it moving. <laughs> black girl brilliance. Now you mentioned some, some artists. I want to ask you, because you have a unique sound. Who are you compared to the most and, and who really inspired your sound? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I've had people say I just like an off off artist that I did not even really think about but people like you know you remind me of Mac Wilds with like how you write and how you tell stories and I was like yo that's a really good comparison because I think he's really talented too and he doesn't really get a lot of props for his music but that was a really cool comparison but I think the main okay. one, the main one is Aliyah for sure and I love her so I don't mind <laughs> you know okay. that's amazing <laughs> comparison to even you know but uh, I, I would get Mary J. Blige, a little bit of Tony Braxton, like, but um, with just people that have influenced me, like I said, Aaliyah, Tony Braxton, Mary J. Uh, I grew up listening to a lot of jazz music, so Billie Holiday, um, okay, you know, Sarah Vaughn, like, there's so many people, uh, but I, I love hip hop as well, so Method Man, Nas, like, there's so many people, the list, okay, this can go on. <laughs> Awesome. I mean, because you, you got you have a blend, and I can tell by by listening to your music that there is a blend there of different people and influences, different genres of music that influence you. Now, I want to ask: your debut EP was about celebra the celebration of your career. Yes. So, can you you talk about the excitement that played into you know making that EP? Mm -hmm. And then I want you to explain a little bit about some of the songs and music that we can hear in the sound on that EP, that first EP that you dropped, your debut. Sure. Yeah. So that EP was like a big culmination and it was kind of, it's ironic talking about it because it's like, wait, that was your first project and you're, and it's like a culmination, like a celebration if you've been doing it forever. But like, yeah, I have been doing it forever. Like just not like really pushing it and really taking it. So it was like a moment to just say like, you know what? I did this on my own and like I remember there was a time before like I even started recording like I was trying to go to studios because I knew some producers in New York Connecticut whatever that just they they just didn't feel like I was ready like my okay. voice wasn't developed enough or whatever the case was and I was like but I know I am like I know my, what my voice can do so this was like when I met up with Donnie Klang like that was the moment for me and I was just like okay he's really seeing something here and he's going to take a chance on me and, and see how this goes so it was culmination and so with that EP <clears throat> I have about I think six or seven songs on there um so like the first song I did was called here with me and that is a beautiful song it's a it's like a ballad but it has like that 90s sound like the second you hear it you're gonna like it's gonna take you to a moment where like whether you were in love or you had a heartbreak whatever but um uh it's it's reminiscent to uh, one of Aaliyah's songs I think me and Donnie were listening listening to come over and I was like I want to kind of pay homage to her. Oh, and that's my song. Yeah, so that was the song we were vibing to. And I was like, yo, I need to do something to like, just give a shout out to her without really giving a shout out directly. But um, 
but that's a beautiful song. So it's about just trying to find love and it's kind of reminiscent to how today's day and age is with dating and like, you know, you're you're online or you're, you, you know, it's hard to connect with people these days. So it's like, you see someone coming and you're like, yo, I really wish I could really, you know, talk to that guy or like imagine dating that person or whatever. So it's kind of like that. You have No One Like You that I mentioned that was with Donnie. And so that one was reminiscent of Mary J. Blige and Method Man's You're All I Need. And that one is just about, you know, supporting each other and 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 seeing where life takes you both type of thing. And and so it's just like different little pieces of homages that I'm giving in that project. So um, so I look I really love it. Um, what else do I love from that uh, from that EP? Ooh, you have Miss Call, which is another beautiful song. I, I still get compliments on that one. My voice is just so flowy and airy in that one. But um, it's, it's just about, you know, not being on the same page with your significant other and everything. It's kind of like a reminiscent connection to um, my grandmother who, okay. is also, who who is also has a little feature on there there's a little the interlude right yes the interlude and so i thought that was a cool thing to just kind of put her in there because she never got a chance to see me sing and i mentioned that in the in the breakdown video so that was another reason for like this this big kind of celebration theme of it you know she never really got to see me uh sing she passed away when i was nine so um, so that was just something that I wanted to do. And so like in that interlude, she's given a call to my mom actually. And she was like, yo, give me a call back. Da, 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 da. And I just thought it was so sweet to just kind of add that in there and go into Miss call. So when you listen to it, it's a lot of connections, a lot of bridges, a lot of homages, but it's a great project. Okay. And it's a, it's a upbeat, up, a more upbeat project, celebratory project. Yeah. Yeah. Now the second EP, Silent Siren tells us a little bit about maybe the feeling i'm i'm sensing maybe some love might be in the air with this one perhaps more of that love sound and then of course with the video who who are you it plays like to me it it's an ode to Aaliyah. that's yeah. like a try again outfit i, I saw it right away <laughs> so explain to us about what's the mood of your second ep mm -hmm. And your, I guess your breakout, I guess your breakout hit from that EP. Mm -hmm. And then tell us who's who's actually rapping on that song of Who Are You? Sure, yeah. So yeah, the second project, Silent Siren Volume 1, uh, that I believe that came out last year. Yeah, last summer. Um, so that was, to me, I think it represents my growth as an artist, as a singer, as a writer. I really came into my into my own as a woman. Um, there's there was like a three year gap or so between both projects, and so a lot of things have have gone on in my life. A lot of good, a lot of bad, a lot of lot of um, just pain, a lot of uh, happiness as well. So. It, it's a great project. It's definitely a little bit of a darker side, a little bit more upbeat, like you said, more love, more, you know, just, you know, because everybody loves love. But yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of stuff is talked about in there. Um, so Who Are You is definitely the leading and the leading single off of it. And uh, the video is incredible. I, I just dropped it last a uh, couple weeks ago. So it's it's just a great project. Um, the featured artist on there is Breeze Oliver, who's an incredible rapper. I really wanted to get him on the video, but the timing just didn't really work with COVID and everything. So he's he did a great job on that. And the song is actually about three years old. And so that was something that I, I linked up with him because I saw he was pushing out these great freestyles on Instagram. And I was like, yo, I really want 
to do a, a cool feature with him and just because this song really was about infidelity and and it could be um thoughts like you know like how thoughts kind of take over your mind mm -hmm. and things and it, it's maybe not what it is but so it was that type of song and so i was like i need a good male perspective on it and so he delivered and and did a great job with with that um so the video is just beautiful and yeah the outfit is a little reminiscent to try again <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't help it i was like you know what I, I need a dope outfit and this and it really just suits me because i'm i'm the same like i love baggy jeans but still look sexy at the same time so it just it just worked out but it's, okay it's <laughs> I could see it. And I also in, in the music, maybe you can tell me this being the artist of that. Your sound is still that reminiscent older, I would say late 90s, early 2000s R&B, which is interesting because you are Generation Z. You are in your, your early 20s and you decided to do R&B because R&B is, is a dying industry. Right. You don't really see a lot of the traditional R&B anymore. There's no one really making those types of ballads. What made you want to say, hey, on this second EP, I'm going to be, you know, pull on the roots of R&B and I'm going to make it new again? Right. So my my reason, that's just who I am. That's just how that's just all I know really is like just soul music. Like, like, like I said, I grew up listening to jazz. I grew up listening to soul music. Like today I could be listening to Rick James one minute and then turn around and still listen to maybe Cardi B. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, like, I don't know. It's just something that that's just within me. I, I can't just, I can't see myself singing about bubble gums and, and flower, you know, like, I don't know, <laughs> but I, I could, like, if I really needed to, like, I could, but it's just something that's just within me, like, you know, when I listen to those artists, um, like, they just made beautiful stories and, and they told those stories, whether it was good or bad, and so, for me, I'm a storyteller as well, so it's like, I, I have to make these types of songs, and, but I could still switch it up. I'll probably put out a party record at some point, but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you had a, like a party a vibe on the on the first on the first EP. Right. Uh, the last one on the Silent Siren, it sounded a little bit like Neo Soul to me. Mm -hmm. Like you 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 borderline that it could be some of that Neo Soul as well. Could that also be Elaine? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that's only I really want to start using more live instrument instrumentation in the music. Okay. So, yeah, so that would probably end up being more neo soul. I think I'm very I'm a chameleon, so it's like whatever whatever sound I can pretty much do anything because I think my voice is just that type of voice. You know, it's not a powerhouse Whitney Houston sound, but I can still do some Whitney stuff now, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very versatile, so I, I'm open to, to trying different things and seeing what works. And because what, what works for for me is, is gonna work for you, like some people like different things, so it's like you gotta, you gotta be flexible in music, okay. And what's your favorite song on the second EP? Oh, that's a tough one. Um. It, it definitely changes like I love who are you that's definitely something that I can definitely go back and listen to over and over uh, I love day glow as well that okay. that one is is a really um, up tempo um, lovey dovey type of type of song but like I've had compliments people saying you know they feel luxurious when they hear it so it's like I love that it also has another connection to me because um, I, I had to I sung it for my sister who passed away last year. Um, so oh, wow, I'm sorry to, I'm sorry. My condolences to you. Thank you, thank you. Yes, yeah, so I sung that to her when um, 
when she was in the hospital. So that one is a is a deep one for me. Um, what's another one that I love? Rendezvous is a really that one is that one has like that island feel. So you know you definitely want to check that one out as well. Those are the top three. Okay. All right. I can understand that they all have a special because it seems like all of your music kind of has a special connection connection to you. Yes. It, does is that right? Yeah. Okay. Now let's roll to Who Are You featuring Breeze Oliver. So give us plug it, plug it in, pump us up, hype us up for this for this song. For sure. Yo, you know what it is, man. This is Bria Cherie, and you need to check out my new single, my new video. It's called Who Are You featuring Breeze Oliver. It's just heat. It's incredible. The the track has these these hard hitting 808 type of feel. You know, you're gonna love it the second you hear it, man. It's just a beautiful song between uh, the, the male and the female point of view, the yin and yang. And it's like, you know, do we come up with a resolution? I don't know, but you know, the video is hot, so check it out and <laughs> and uh, you know, see, tell me how you feel. You won't back up, you'll bring it back up. Badger in a witness, see how long a confession takes. But the defense, it rests his case. You won't get no confession takes. Nah, you work to see bird is lifted. Word. The hurt isn't worth it, is it? Word. The line between paranoia and a hunch. You flirting with it. I'm still here, that counts for something. Take my words at face value. The change you see is called growth. That's gonna happen with or without you.
So we just finished listening to the brand new, I'm going to say breakout hit. I'm going to say breakout hit. Okay. Thank you. Who are you? Okay. So make sure you go and stream because she's an independent artist. We need you to stream it on a loop. Do it. Do it. Go to Apple. Are you on title? Yes. I'm everywhere. Apple. See, she, she like red hot. You can put it on anything. Apple title, Spotify, make sure you go and you find her and you stream her music and tell people how they can reach you and how they can find you on YouTube and all of the social media platforms. Sure. Yeah. So you can find me on YouTube. Um, just type in my name, Bria, B R I A C H E R I. You'll be able to search me on there you can find me on instagram and twitter at bria sheree underscore so that's b-r-i-a-c-h-e-r-i underscore with that um, i'm also on facebook as well so that's bria b-r-i-a the number four music as well and then i'm on all the, the streaming platforms so where i always just say yo wherever you go to get your music you type my name and i'm right there <laughs> okay <laughs> see make it easy for everybody make it simple simplified for everybody so make sure you go and you stream her music and do you have any upcoming other projects that you want to plug any movies or anything else that you have coming up um yeah i mean i do have a new collaboration song coming out within the next uh let's say a good month or so it's i linked up with this incredible rap group called black pirates um they're huge in the south so we're doing like a song it's it's probably going to be along the lines of social injustice so it's going to be a really powerful song so be on the lookout for that um if there's any like virtual festivals happening and you want to you know get in touch with me feel free to do that but you know (laughs) Uh, you know that's it right now i'm just i'm still plugging away with some more music i'm trying to drop another couple singles before the end of the year so keep a lookout okay and you're working towards the the album yeah it might drop something next year (laughs) okay maybe 2021 we'll have an album but make sure you go and you follow her on all major pod i said parking listen to me all major musing platforms so that you can find her including youtube i want to thank you miss bria sheree for being here today and coming on to millennials anonymous come back anytime you want and when you have your brand new song for especially since it's for social for social justice Mm -hmm. i love when i see artists actually speaking up especially young people speaking up for social change so make sure you come back again thank you so much for having me thank you for coming all right. All right. So let's let's get into this this topic. All right. Um. So I was scrolling down my timeline and I saw a post that came from a podcast. They, they it's a couple. They're a pretty well known couple. I cannot think of their names right now, but they're a pretty well known couple. The reason why I can't remember their names is because I don't know if this is something that actually was said on their podcast or if they were just in. A, they put the picture up in the meme. I, I don't know. But regardless, the quote was about men not having to be monogamous if women don't want to have sex in a relationship. So here it was. It was like, why do women push monogamy on men if sex is going to be a chore? And I think this is a conversation that we do need to have out loud because I know people on the spectrum, men and women, that are in this situation where they feel like their spouse thinks that sex is a chore. Like they're either too tired or something is going on where they don't want to do it. And it is very much a chore. And a lot of the times when we have these conversations where people don't want to have sex, we automatically assume that all of the burden falls on them. 
and I don't agree with that. So when it when it comes to as people in relationships, we need to have more open dialogue and conversation because a lot of the times when somebody thinks sex is a chore, there's usually a reason. And we very rarely ask the reason why. So basically, even like even in this sentence, even in this phrase, they the the question was about the act of sex and not why don't you want to have it? Like, why is it a chore to you? Why are you so tired? What is going on? Are you sad? Are you depressed? Like, why? Like, you need to get to the why behind it. Because if you get to the why, then you know how to fix it. Because if you find out that, okay, you don't want to have sex because you don't like me or you're not attracted to me or this is not what you want, then you know that this is a, a relationship that y'all need to say, all right, good, bye, have, have a nice trip because it's not going to work. And even if you have a very high sex drive and they have a very low sex drive and it's not medical because sometimes you can have a very low sex drive and it be medical. And sometimes you can have a very high sex drive and it be medical or associated with some form of mental illness. If those things are not at play, right? You have to figure out that you may have to step away if y'all sex drives are just too different. Like you, you may have, if it's not a medical thing, or, or the mental health thing you may have to step away like it may just be something where it's like all right this is just not going to work but this is why you need to have those conversations of why because i think that most people do want to have sex especially with their partner and somebody that they love but i it, it also brings back to the conversation of relationships are hard and some relationships have amazing communications, but amazing communication, but most relationships don't. And there's stuff that gets left unresolved. And when stuff gets left unresolved, you it builds up. And then you don't have these conversations. And then when it's time for you to want to get some nookie, then the other person is like, get the fuck away from me. And those are the conversations that need to be had out loud. I think more so than focusing on the act, because I think men tend to focus on the act of sex as opposed to this is this is a more emotional thing, especially when you're in a relationship. This is more an emotional thing. It's not just sex because women, there are times when women just want to have sex too. I think men also underestimate the fact that women are sexual beings as well. Um, but a lot of times women are afraid to ask and afraid to seem like these very dominant, aggressive creatures especially since men tend to be very confused with what they want women to do like they they just they don't know if they want them to be dominant or submissive or they, they don't know but women want to have sex too and there are times where it is just that that act like i just need this and then you can roll over and go to sleep we don't need to cuddle we don't need to do none of that or if you don't live here get the fuck out of my house uh, you know what i mean but those are the things that happen often but when you're in a relationship, it's different because it's not just an act. It, it's a part of the relationship. This is a connection between you and that partner. It, it's more than that. So when you are in that connection, you have more emotions invested. So therefore, you've had these conversations to piss me off. I pissed you off and vice versa. So we, we need to be figuring out the conversation of why. Because I've not seen, I'm not saying that open relationships can't work. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it. If that's what you want to do, fine. Have 15 husbands or 15 wives. Fuck it. I saw somebody posted a picture yesterday as well. It was a woman that had two husbands. And like the person who posted it, she said that um, an acquaintance of, of I guess, you, of mine, she was like, 
this seems amazing to me. To me, I was like, it sounds exhausting. You sleep, you got somebody poking you in the front and in the back trying to wake you up. Like, that just seems exhausting to me <laughs> to constantly have that. And it also, I would think, would be very problematic at some point because then... Anyway, this, I'm just saying, for me, that's, it seems exhausting. But to some people, that's amazing to, to be able to have that type of open relationship and to be able to, if you can't have sex with this person, you're having sex with that person and whatever. But for from a financial perspective, it probably is pretty good because you got more people paying bills. But other than that, I've never seen it work. In real life, I've never seen it work. I've, I've seen it where the per- there was an open relationship. The person is so busy focused on trying to find people to have sex with that they're neglecting the main relationship and they're not spending any time in trying to fix this relationship or any time invested in this relationship to the point where both people are so disconnected from one another, they end up breaking up. I've seen it where you get a person and then that person gets so heavily involved with you that they want a relationship. Now they're mad at you because you're spending time with the person you're actually in the relationship with. I've seen it where people slip up and they end up having outside babies or getting other types of things like liquids dripping out of places because they're not doing what they should be doing. I've even seen it where they said, oh, you can have sex with other people. You just got to tell me that you're having sex with other people. I've seen people that they didn't even want to do that. So I've never seen it where it works. So I don't think pushing saying, well, you know, you're tired, so I should just have sex with other people is the solution. The solution is, why don't you want to have sex? So you could find out that she doesn't want to have sex with you because she's bored. Like, I'm tired of this left stroke. Like, this left stroke ain't hitting it. You gotta do something else. Like, you may find out that that is what's going on with her. So, you may find out that it might be you. Like, we always think that it's the other person, but it might be you. She might say, okay, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like this. This is not good. You, you, I, it's not even worth my time. You may find that's what it is. You may find that she feels insecure about herself. You may find that she's depressed. You may find that she's tired because she's taking care of the children because although you might be the breadwinner, you come home, you have a, you, have, you get off. So there's a time in the day where you decompress. And she may be a bread stay-at-home mom. And that means that she has kids and she's taking care of the house. She don't get off. So if you want some nooky, maybe if you see dishes in the sink, maybe you should wash those said dishes. Therefore, she doesn't have an excuse. Or you should see the baby, you walk in the door, the baby crying. Pick that baby up. You know what I mean? Pick that baby up. And say, Mwah! kiss that baby because that's my baby. And I'm going to show you that I'm going to love this baby. And then so that I love this baby, you're going to love me. That's what you need to do. You you have to put in work. It's not just on the other person to put in work for you. You have to meet each other in the middle. Because if you don't, it's no point of doing it. That's all I'm saying. And stop just focusing on the act of sex and focus on the whys behind it, especially in a relationship. That's all I'm saying. All right, so this has been another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yes, it's your girl, Lise Winnie, and I am the fucking millennial. And I want to thank Miss Bria for coming on today. Uh, please stream her music. She is an independent artist, so make sure you stream her music. Shout out to WRDR for the sponsored artist spotlight. So make sure you check them out if you have not already done so. Make sure you download the WRDR app so that you can listen. They have songs and shows on demand. So if you like a mix, you can actually go back and re-listen to it. And their shows that they have, you can also go back and listen to them on demand 
fan as well. So make sure that you are downloading that app in the Google or the iTunes store. And I want to give a big shout out because next week we're going to be talking business marketing. Yes, marketing. I feel like I'm saying that wrong. Marketing. Yeah, marketing. So we're going to be talking marketing. We, I'm, I'm, like I said, I don't tell you who I'm talking to till after I've done it. So we're going to be talking marketing, but we're going to have a guest. So make sure that you tune in next week because you are going to love this information as well, especially if you're a small business owner or you have a podcast or whatever. You're going to want to know how to market yourself. So make sure you stay tuned for that. And make sure you go back and stream all of the latest episodes of Millennials Anonymous on audio and on video so you can find those on YouTube under Millennials Anonymous Podcast or MAPS rather. So make sure you do that. We appreciate you here. Thank you for all the birthday wishes. Much appreciated. Have a fantastic, lovely day and stay safe out there. Bye.